Hey. What's up? Oh, nothing. What's up with you? Just made a sandwich. You can finish your sandwich. Delicious. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. What kind of sandwich is that, would you say? It's a, it's a delicious one. Got some sourdough, mayonnaise, um, mayonnaise must, uh, romaine lettuce in there, some red onion, it's purple, Ugh. turkey, jalapeno, got a little bit of uh, avocado in there. Oh, yummy. Mm, 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 um, are mm. you hashtag sponsored by Puma for golfing? No, but I do definitely tag them in my golfing Instagram stories and they do not send me shit. I didn't even know Puma sponsored or had golf clothes. Oh, yeah. Ricky Fowler's their like main guy. I don't know who that is. Oh, you probably think he's hot. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ha <clears throat> What's going on over in your world? The same old, same old, really. Been horse showing, watching some television, hanging with Rai Rai. I think it's really setting in like he lives here, you know, like he's not leaving. How does it make you feel? Actually, it's kind of fun. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were like, actually, I kind of don't love it so much. I want to go back oh, to no. Africa. No, I think there were like a couple of days, maybe like two weeks ago, I was cranky and he was kind of cranky and I was like, oh, hmm. <laughs> and then we moved past that and now it's great. Well, there's going to be days <laughs> that you're going to hate him. No, I could never. Does he like Nashville? When you say Nashville, we've only been to Nashville like once since he's been here. But he likes Franklin. That's where I live. He likes Tennessee. He loves like right now the leaves are starting to change color and fall and it's getting cooler out. And he's like loving seeing all of that. Like that's something that I feel like I forget that, that doesn't happen everywhere because I'm just so used to it. I mean, wait for the opportunity to take him like downtown Florida, Georgia, Lambar. Like really oh. get him turned up. Does he like to get drunk? I don't. I just really can't picture him at uh, FGL House or anywhere on Broadway. To be honest, here's the thing: he does like to drink, yeah. but it's like he's a sneaky drunk. You know, it's like he doesn't just get trashed or whatnot. Like it's a slow build with him, and like he'll be really drunk probably for like an hour or so before I even realize he's drunk. He's just real sneaky. Sneaky drunks are the most dangerous. Yeah, he's a sneaky drunk. Wow, man. Where did we get drunk recently? Somewhere. And I was so hungover and I was so upset. With your family, do you get all turned up or did you like be, is he like a good boy? That's what it was. So Miley was in town. Actually, my mom, Miley and Noah were in town. Miley's the only one that like likes to go do things. You know what I mean? Noah doesn't leave the house. My mom doesn't leave the house. But Miley actually likes to go out and go out to dinner and go have drinks. And like she likes Pinewood Social and like places like that. So one night we went out to Fifth and Taylor. It's one of our absolute faves, like some of the best food in Nashville, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and they, they had a nice like private room set up situation. So it was super like COVID safe, you know, uh, and it was just uh, me, Ryan and Mile and like a few of her friends that live here in Nashville. Um, I don't know. Do you know who Justin Anderson is? He owns a salon called DPU. He's a hairstylist. Nope. Hairstylist to the stars. We should have him on the podcast someday. He's actually really funny. He was with us with his boyfriend and we just had a great time. So, and Fifth and Taylor was serving a seasonal cocktail called The Midnight Sky. Ooh. 
That's the name of Miley's single. So obviously we all had to order multiple Midnight Skies and I don't know what all was in it. It was, I think it was a bourbon drink, but it came with a toasted marshmallow in it that by the time you finished the drink, the toasted marshmallow was just soaked full of liquor. And then you eat the marshmallow at the very end and then you're just literally toasted. Get it? Love it. So we had a few of those. And because we are responsible adults, we had a Sprinter van take us downtown so that we could drink. And by the time we got home, I was so drunk. And Rye was just drinking wine. But, like, he was drunk. And I was so mad because I had things to do the next day. But we had so much fun, you know? It's, like, just such a – being an adult is hard. You, like, you really want to let loose and have fun and have a good time. But you really pay for it the next day. Does he get – frisky when he gets drunk like is he trying to get some some deep dicking going on oh he's always trying to do that yeah so like i wouldn't really know the difference he's sneaky as a drunk because you know he's so quiet it's almost like he doesn't really change when he gets drunk but you can see it in his eyes the eyes are the giveaway well they're the window to the soul window to the drunk soul yeah sure exactly (laughs) you be proud of me i went seven days without drinking my brother trace has gone 31 days I know we talked about it last episode and I don't need you to one up me with your brother. Give me seven, seven days. It's fine. That's decent. I mean, I go, I go seven days often with no alcohol. I know. Listen, you know? You're a nerd though. If I had to go seven days without coffee though. You're drinking coffee right now. Right. The second. Yeah, you are. I'd be screwed without it. Let's go through all the headlines. What's trending right now in the world. Won the NBA finals. That's right. The Lakers won their 17th NBA championship after beating the Miami Heat 4-2. Can't believe the Heat were in the finals, by the way. I know, right? He got the NBA Finals MVP award. Do you think he deserved it? He's LeBron James. Of course he deserved it. I don't even know if he was the best player on that team, though. But he's LeBron James. Yeah. And Rafael Nadal won the French Open for the 7 millionth time. There you go. Big week in sports. Big week in sports, bro. All right. You want to do the dang thing? We should probably start the show, yeah. You want to do it or do you want me to do it or what do you want to do here? Um, I think it's maybe your turn. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Wells and Brandy. All right. We have to talk about coming up this season on The Bachelorette. I'm a grown woman. I do what I want to do when I want to do it. Okay. Get it? I want my man to show me you care. That's why I'm here. Show me you care. To not be the one begging a guy to be with me. She's 39 years old. She's not the type of woman to play games. I do want a man with balls. (laughs) Okay. I mean, one step too far for you. (laughs) A lot to unpack there. Okay, so last night's episode, just right off the bat, your thoughts, Brandi? Dumpster fire. Did you think it was a dumpster fire? Did you think it was kind of boring? Well, I thought it was extremely boring until the very end where they preview the season. And then I was like, well, this has been the best part of the whole episode. Was it like Tyler C. and uh, the guy with kids, like their drama? I was like, I don't give a fuck, you know? Most boring drama I've ever heard. This doesn't fly. Like You couldn't use this argument. But, like, the truth is, is, like, first of all, the, everyone's single there, okay? Everyone We're is single. Supposed, supposed, to supposed to be, right? No one knew that the show is, if the show was going to happen or not. So my boy fucking messaging chicks, you know, before the show, they're, they, 
Don't hate the player, hate the game. What do you want him to do? Not message chicks before the show. Well, I mean, I, that's the right answer. I agree with you. It was very boring. Ooh, so boring. I struggled. And there weren't even like really funny entrances either. No. I just don't know if it was just missing the mansion, the things the mansion mm. brings, like a pool. And yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't It was so hot. I don't know if that's made it so like people didn't get all weird and crazy. But I also wonder if... The show after this episode is so bonkers that they needed to start a little chill to like ramp up to the dumpster fire that is what this season is going to be. That's very possible. I just feel like usually on night one, there's like a handful of guys that stick out, right? And like make make a, I don't know, like make an impact and like First really impression. stick out. Do you, yeah, like, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know, like this, there were no memorable guys on this one. Like obviously Dale, because that's the one everyone is rumored that, that she picks. And she straight up says when he walks up, like, I just met my husband. Yeah. Which is crazy because if I hadn't heard all the rumors and she said that, I'd be like, what? Why? That was the most boring intro I've ever seen. Like nothing about his introduction to her stood out to me to, to make her say like, that's my husband. Yeah. I guess it's one thing to say like, that's what my husband is going to look like. That Maybe. might not be what your husband's personality. Like you didn't talk to him at all. How do you even know that? No, like I saw no sparks really, you know? Yeah. And also the other thing was that she was talking to some other dude. The other guy yeah. was, you know? Yeah. So... I don't know. It was I th- weird. I mean, I don't I don't know what happened. You know, when I'm a part of the show, she's not around, so I don't know. My money is that she was talking to everyone in the DMs, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. I think so. And we talked earlier about, like, well, how many episodes do you think she's going to get? Well, watching that preview at the end, looks like she's kissing lots of people, and it yeah. looks like they have a lot of footage. Like, my friend Kirsten came over to watch with me, and we were like, where'd they get all this footage if she's bailing out early? You think that she's getting more than three episodes? Yeah, like maybe like I don't know. It looks like that. How many like, how many episodes are in a season? I don't know, but I I bet you ABC was like order as many as we possibly can. We have nothing to program because of the fucking Rona. You know? That's true. Like it almost seems like she gets like half a season the way they play it in the preview, but I understand that they could have just cut it that way to make it seem like that. I mean, I don't know. It seemed like the show was over once Dale got out of the fucking limbo. Well, yeah. That's what it seemed like during that episode, but then you see the preview for the rest of the season and you're like, "What?" All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Yeah. There were some funny first impression, get out of the limo thing. Were there? 
My boy with the fart ring box. I mean, oh, that boy, you is. You think that's funny? <laughs> oh god, dude! I would have literally sent him home. I would have been like, just get back, just get back in the car. Oh, I don't know what your name is. I'm gonna call you <laughs> Ryan D. I don't know. Hey, Ryan D, come to paradise, bro. That's the kind of humor that I want to see down on that beach. Yeah, that's some paradise humor. They did like a whole package on Claire leading up to this point. Her telling Juan Pablo he's a piece of crap, <laughs> which is so funny. Because he's like, I'm glad I didn't pick her. Like, he's such a dick. Her being in paradise, which is so crazy. I just missed her by a season being there. Of her being like, I came here to fight love or whatever. And I'm like, all right. And then they were just like, uh, let's just pretend like Winter Games didn't happen. All right, let's just cut it out of the whole thing. Seriously. Great. Don't worry about We don't need to have that in there. We don't need to remind everybody what happened with her, her and Jean-Luc Picard or whoever that guy is. <laughs> that <laughs> well, French I feel guy. Like they, I feel like they tend to leave out Winter Games when it comes to anything. Like they just, I think that Winter Games was so bad. They want everyone to forget it happened. I loved Winter Games. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I think it's my, other than Paradise, no. it's, my, it's my favorite of all of them. Oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite thing was, you know, Chris is having like this like heart to heart with Claire about, you know, like what would your father say or what, you know, like all that stuff, which is really sweet and everything. And there comes a thing of like, hey, you just got to show up. And I know what she's getting at is that like 90% of success is showing up. You know, like you, we've all heard that quote. Chris, right before like it starts, he's like, hey, you showed up. You did it. And I'm sitting there thinking, hey, you showed up and you're about to fucking leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Chris is like, hey, you showed up. Where'd she go? She go she's gone. Okay. It's calling Tasha. <laughs> she said something too during the rose ceremony where she was like, been in your shoes and I know what it, it takes to like give up your life to come on this show and put everything on hold. I respect you guys so much for doing that or whatever. And she's about to be like, but I already picked my dude. So see you later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks for putting your life on hold for nothing. Easy. Easy seems pretty cool. I like easy. But like there was a little hypocrisy where I'd be like, what? Okay. So he's making fun of everyone who's like, you know, guy shows up in a knight's costume and the guy's got a fart ring box and whatever. And he's like, He's like, look at all these clowns. You know, they're not here for the right reasons. And I'm sitting there going, hey, easy. Let's pump the brakes, bro. You jumped through a paper wall, all right? And like acted out this whole like scene before, all right? You're in the same clown car as everybody else is, okay? Oh, for sure. But his name is Easy, so he gets away with it. Yeah. Who's your favorite? I don't know. <laughs> the dog? Oh, I have a favorite. <laughs> I've had a favorite since Who? the first preview. If Blake is still available and single, I would like to swoop him and hook him up with my friend Kirsten immediately. Wait, no. I like the Harvard douche lord. No. <laughs> <laughs> the scarf really just... The it, scarf! It, it, you can't. <laughs> Dude, you're in Palm Springs! It's Literally, it's 115 degrees. Thousand degrees outside and you got a scarf on! Are you kidding? Uh, when he was like, I went to Harvard. It's like, call, we call it dropping the H-bomb. Ah. No, there was a lot of cringy moments during this episode. I will say that. And is it just me or is there an overload of dudes with a real thick accent? You know, the, the Bachelor loves some middle America Southern accents, you know? There's some, there's lots on this episode. I also really like that one guy that was like, oh, my grandma taught me what? one thing in her native language and it's Maganda Ka. 
which means you're beautiful. <laughs> it's like, that's all? That's all you that's got? It? My grandma taught me pedin in Portuguese, which means fart. That's the only thing I remember in Portuguese. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Anyways, are you just kind of waiting for this one to end so the Tasha thing can begin? Yeah, kind of. I just, I'm really curious to see if they bring in different guys. Um, my friend Kirsten and I were just saying like, this is not the strongest group of guys in my opinion. Yeah. Like there's a couple that I like, I like the, that Blake guy and there's like one or two more that are okay. But as a whole, like, I'm just not that impressed with the cast of guys. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we said the same thing about whatever season Tyler Cameron was on. We were like, God, these are a bunch of, oh, it was Hannah's season. <laughs> it's like, God's a bunch of bad looking dudes, you know, like, man, <laughs> And then, did we say that? Yeah, we totally did. Then Tyler Cameron's like the supermodel. So you know, what do you? It's gonna take some time. They gotta, they gotta weed out some of the, you know, the the weaker links. But I guess so. Speaking of weaker links, how about Luke P? Did you see the headline? No. Your boy is getting sued by NZK Productions for breach of contract for a hundred k. No way. What'd he do? He did like interviews. That was it. Oh, no. Yeah, man. I had to do some research on this. Yeah. Anyways. I haven't talked to him in forever, by the way. No, not Luke Pell. Luke P. Oh, the blonde kid? Luke P was like the, the guy that was like. The psycho? Yeah. He was. Yeah, from sh- Hannah B- Brown season? Yeah, shaming her for having sex. And she was like, I've had sex yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. God still loves me. Oh, God. What do you hope happens? I hope they wrap up Claire in the next like three episodes yeah because we know how it ends yeah. like all this drama of like Chris Harrison saying this isn't it gonna end well for you yeah. if we go down this path it's like well we already know what path that goes down and we know how it ends so just like bring it on you know can you imagine Chris Harrison looking you straight dead in the eye and saying you've blown up the bachelorette <laughs> I just it's it's scary to hear him say like this does not end well for yeah. you like yeah. you, that's just the most blunt way to say it like please fix it <laughs> yeah it's so good though I'm excited as boring as I thought the beginning of it was I'm excited for what's to come because it's story arc man you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I get it I get it I get it I ain't mad I, listen I'm just happy that we got this back it's like football and the bachelor's back like all is right in the world I mean not really actually at all but you know what I'm Not saying. at all. But we'll take the distractions. Yeah. All right. We uh we good on Bachelor? We good. All right. Other other stuff that we love. So you've been watching some stuff? I've been watching some stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. What do you got for me? I'll start with one I know you probably haven't seen because it's a chick flick. Okay. But Netflix has a little series called Emily in Paris. Have well, you heard of it? Yes, because one, Sarah's friends with Lily. And oh, so she's obsessed. That. Obsessed. Yeah. So is it good? Is it bad? It? No, Sarah watched it and she loved it, but okay. she also spared me from watching it. So, you know. So it's funny you say that because I was also trying to spare Rye from watching it. Yeah. So I like started a couple episodes on my own. Then he wanders in. He's like, what you watching? And I'm like, you're going to hate. You'll hate it. It's a chick thing. Like really cheesy. You know, mm. it's about fashion and sex and boys and you're going to hate it. And so he sits down and he's like, okay. And he sits down and we're like watching it. And I'm and like, he's not hating it, you know? And I'm like, so, uh, so you like the show? Wow. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my freaking mom and sisters have ruined me. Like they forced me to watch Tick Flicks growing up and now I actually like it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-huh. Blaming the mom and sister, huh? Yeah. Wow. 
So he did like it. He liked it. So what's and it about? So is it about Emily in Paris? That is exactly what it's about, Well, Sarah said, kind of like Devil Wears Prada-esque. A little bit, yes. So the creators of this show also did the show called Younger that Hilary Duff was in. You mm-hmm. probably never watched that. Nope. I loved that show so much. Okay. And it kind of had a very similar vibe to that. That show, like it was set in New York City. And Hillary Duff worked at um, like a big firm, but she was like all about the fashion and she was like the young gun in, her, in an office full of like older people. You know what I mean? Okay. And this kind of has that same vibe. But Lily Collins character uh, lives in Chicago. She works at a marketing firm and she gets to go live in Paris for a year and work at the firm's Paris location. But she's like the only young one. Like everyone else in the office is like older and French and they all hate her because she can't speak French. Uh, and, but she's like come into the office to like work on their social media strategy and like bring the young into the marketing stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they all hate her for it and treat her like dirt, but it's cute. You like get to see her make friends and, and she's got like every episode, she's got another like gorgeous French guy, like all over her. I'm like, this is not realistic. If I moved to Paris, I wouldn't make any friends and I would get no guys. Yeah. But Lily Collins pretty hot though. So she's so hot. I it know. would make sense. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But it's cute. It's really, really good. It's an easy watch, but it's, I don't know, the fashion and it's great. And she's adorable. I really like her a lot. And there's cute guys in it. So I loved it. All I know is that Lily Collins' fiance also drives an FJ62, which is what I have. And so we're best friends now. That's all that is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Who is her fiance? Any Anybody I would know? Yeah, his name's Charlie McDowell. He's a, like a writer and a director. And I think that his mom is Andy McDowell. Man, Lee Collins' dad is Phil Collins from Phil Collins or Genesis. And then Charlie McDowell's mom is Andy McDowell from Four Weddings and a Funeral and Groundhog's Day. Dude, when they have kids, they're going to have the coolest grandparents. I've never met him, but I have met her. So you guys have lots in common. We have FJ62s in common. And, uh, but I have met her and she told me she was a fan of paradise. So we're best friends too. So that's whatever. Wow. I saw that Hugh Jackman is 52 years old today. Do you think of Hugh Jackman being 52 years old? No. Right? I just gauge age based on like my age and my parents' age. Cause that's all I have to go after, I guess. My like, Tish is 53, you know? So like they're the same age. That's crazy. Dude, things go bad with Billy Ray, dude. She can slide right into the Hugh Jackman shit. I don't think he's her type. Hugh Jackman's everyone's. What is Hugh Jackman to you? Is he is he Wolverine? Is he Kate he Leopold? Is he Les Miserables? Is he the greatest showman? What is he to you? He's Wolverine. Yeah, right? I mean, let's be fair. He got to be the coolest of all the superheroes. Growing up, Wolverine was my guy. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. And I will say that Logan is one of the best superhero films ever made. I liked that one. Yeah. I did. It's dark and gritty. He's, he's and badass. Badass. He was great in Les Miserables, too. And in The Greatest Showman. I never saw that. Oh, it's good. People loved it. He's been in so much. I'm trying to think of the other movie I really think of. The one about like where he's a magician. The Prestige. We just talked about this film the other Prestige. day. The Prestige. Great movie. So good. I definitely always think about that one. Oh, and he was in, did you ever see that movie Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal and him? No. It was really good. Oh, Van Helsing? He was good in Van Helsing. Oh, yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen that. Yeah. Okay, so Emily in Paris, solid. I loved it. 
Okay. I've seen some bad reviews online, but I thought it was adorable, and I'm sad it's over. Oh. Is it one of those things, like, continue, it can go into, like, next season? Oh, yeah. They ended it so good. Like, the best cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely getting a season two. All right, Brandy, I have a favorite video game right now that everyone needs to download immediately. What is that? Best Fiends. We've talked about it before. It's so much fun. I told Rai about this game, mm -hmm. and he sits outside on the porch when he has his me time and plays. You have no idea the adrenaline rush that you get when you beat a freaking level. Oh, my God. Amazing, challenging puzzles that are always changing and getting better and better. Honestly, it's the most fun freaking game in the world, and I'm so excited because you can play offline, and I actually have to go on an airplane soon. I got to fly somewhere for Bachelor stuff, which means your boy can play Best Fiends without any Wi-Fi because I'm not paying for that on the plane because it's a ripoff. That is pretty sick, actually. It's free to download and literally has millions of five-star reviews on the Apple App Store and Google Play. More levels, events, and challenges added all the freaking time. The game is constantly evolving seriously once you download best fiends boredom not gonna stand a chance so you guys gotta download best fiends it's free on the apple app store or google play that's friends without the r so best fiends go download it thank me later Brand, I, you know what I got in the mail the other day? I bet it's what I got in the mail the other day. Brand new Quip toothbrush, baby. Ugh, I had to give mine to Rye. It's so funny. I had to give mine to Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Rye's been asking about mine for so long. The one that we got is like super cool, like matte black, even yeah. like matte black bristles. It's so cool looking. Clearly more of a dude toothbrush than my gold one. So I let him have it. And this one has the smart technology. You can hook up the Bluetooth to your phone. It'll help you be motivated to improve your brushing behavior. It's now the smartest and coolest looking freaking toothbrush out there right now. It really is. It's super slim, lightweight, sleek. It comes in the coolest colors. There's no wires, no charger, which is my favorite part. I, I just lose chargers. I don't know what it is. Yeah. The Quip uses a battery, and the best part is that when they send you brush head refills, they also send a new battery, so you are set all the time with a fresh brush and fresh battery, baby. Yeah, this new brush tracks how well you brush, gives you tips and coaching to improve your habits because your mouth is disgusting and you need to do better because you're a filthy monster. You can earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges, kind of like streaks, redeem for rewards like free products, gift cards, and discounts. Brushing your teeth has now become like a game, which is absolutely awesome. If you already have a Quip, no worries. You can upgrade it with the smart motor and keep the features you know and love. I'm talking sensitive sonic vibrations, two-minute timer with 30-second pulses, slim, lightweight, and sleek. No wires, no chargers like Brandy was saying. It's the best. Quip also makes toothpaste and floss. They came out with a watermelon toothpaste that is everything. I am just not a big like mint gal. So I was so excited that they came out with another flavor. It's my go-to. Plus they offer a refresh bag to bring all of your oral care habits everywhere you go. You know, I know we're not traveling as much anymore, but I have faith that that travel day is 
going to be approaching quickly. Yep. Join over 5 million mouths who use Quip and save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get a Quip smart brush for just 45 bucks. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash YFT right now for your first refill free. That's your first refill for free at getquip.com slash YFT. It's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash YFT. Quip better oral health made simple and rewarding and cute okay guys it is officially fall the temperature is cooling down the leaves are falling off the trees here in nashville and you know what that means time to shop for a whole new fall wardrobe i can't help it i have an addiction and i love to shop and shoes are one of my favorite new things to buy i know i've talked before about rothy's one of my favorite footwear companies because they make sustainable products that are comfortable and the best part is they are washable literally i can wear mine out to the barn in the rain and i just toss them in the washing machine and they come out looking brand new. Rothy also makes stylish bags made for life on the go. They're carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. So you're getting super cute products while saving all the animals in the ocean, which who doesn't love that? We're always trying to promote sustainable products here at YFT and help save our planet because it's the only one we have. Rothy's is such a cool company to shop at and achieve those goals. Yeah, they've kept over 60 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills and transformed them into their signature thread which is then knit into beautiful, sustainable products. You should be on board with a company like this because they're trying to make the world not so gross. Rothy's owns and operates their manufacturing workshop where they prioritize sustainability every step of the way. Not only is it great for the freaking environment, but it's great for your fashion sense because your feet are going to look so good. You can start selling feet pics on the internet probably. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, but do buy cute shoes. My favorite is the high top slip on version. Um, there's a couple of cute versions with laces as well, but I'm a big fan of that. Just like slip on and head out the door. So check this out. All the amazing shoes and bags are available right now at rothys.com slash YFT. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash YFT. Style and sustainability meet to create your new faves. Head to rothys.com slash YFT today. Go. So you know how, is it like dog face? He's like a Mexican guy on a skateboard drinking ocean spray cranberry juice, listening to Fleetwood Mac's dreams. Have you seen that video? It's on TikTok. Ocean spray no. bought him a truck because it became so. What? Yeah. And so here's like the thing that kind of like blew me away. I'm being, a, I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. I don't know if I ever really knew the lyrics to Dreams. And I wanted to know if you know the lyrics to Dreams. Okay, well, I can remember all of it, so. Okay, so it starts out with, now here you go again, you say. Something about uh, wanting your freedom. Yeah, I'm going to just sing what I always thought it was. I'm just going to play it again. I'm going to play it again and sing what the words that I always thought this song oh. was, okay? All right, here we go. <clears throat> here we go. Now here you go again, you say. You want your freedom. Well, who am I to keep you down? It's so. Feelings. 
the sound of a loneliness. The heartbeat drags you down, and the stillness of the revelry in what you said, in what you lost, in what you had, in what you lost. Okay. I always thought it was like the stillness of the reverie. I don't know. But because this song has become so like popular, I've seen the lyrics now. And I'm mm-hmm. blown away with the, what they actually are. So it's, now here you go again. You say you want your freedom. Well, who am I to keep you down? Here's where it blows my mind. It's only right that you should play the way you feel it. Wait, what? That's what But listen carefully to the sound of your loneliness like a heartbeat drives you mad in the stillness of remembering of what you had and what you lost and what you had and what you lost. I mean, it's deep. It cuts deep. It's brutal, but like, wait, what are the lyrics? Okay, right here. Right here. It's only right that you should play the way you feel it. But listen carefully to the sound of your loneliness like a heartbeat drives you mad. I'm sorry. I love Stevie Nicks. But none of those words sound like what the fuck she's singing. Okay? None of them. Anyways, I thought that was funny. That's insane. Last week you were like, Noah has been watching this documentary about this guy in Denver that allegedly killed his wife and two kids. Yeah, I remember that happening. Did you watch the documentary? So we watched... Ryan and I watched the trailer for it. Yeah. And it looks so good. Um, but we were like debating between that and Haunting a Blind Manor, which I'll get into. Yeah. And we start the latter. So I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to watch that. Okay. So Sarah and I watched. It's called it's American so- Murder, The Family Next Door. This is so fucked up. It is the most fucked up. So here's where I made my mistake. Took a gummy beforehand and oh, why would you do that? Because it does help me sleep. And I was like, we're going to, I was like, we're going to do like 30 minutes down here and then we'll go upstairs and we'll get in bed and turn up off sleep and it'll be great. All of a sudden, 45 minutes in, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to ruin it for people. Yeah, don't. But it's so twisted and so mm-hmm. fucked up. And it's like, how could you do that? I know. So the, here's the thing with it is like, we watched the trailer and because Rye doesn't know the story he he kind of was like the trailer doesn't look very good and i was like but if you but i already know what happens yeah and so i feel like that's like that's where it'll make or break like how great it is is like we already know the end of the story yeah if you say it's great and you already knew the end of the story then it has to be pretty freaking good television it's well done the advent of every cop wearing the camera on their like shoulder or whatever makes mm-hmm. 
for great documentaries because they have all this footage. One thing I'm amazed at the Denver Police Department is like, yeah, here you go. Just make your movie. Whatever. I know. Doesn't matter. Because they have all this stuff. And I won't ruin anything because you really don't know what's what really has happened or like really who's at fault kind of till the end. But it is heartbreaking and just brutal. If anyone out there is thinking about this, just get a divorce, bro. Mm -hmm. Just get a divorce. Dude. What are you thinking? But there is this one scene. So the cop, he shows up at the house because this women and these kids are missing and they go next door. The next door neighbor has got cameras everywhere. Okay. And the next door neighbor is on his television, like showing the cops and the guy that lives next door when cars came and left the house and everything. And the next door neighbor is like showing them and like, yeah, all right, this is happening. This is pretty normal, like playing it so cool. And then all of a sudden, the cop's like, all right, to the, the guy who's kind of in question. He's like, all right, go back to your house. I'm going to kind of finish up with this guy, the next door neighbor. And the next door neighbor is like, immediately, he's acting so fucking weird, man. I don't know, bro. So weird. And the cop's like, well, yeah, but put, put yourself in his shoes. And he's like, yeah, whatever, dude. He's acting so weird. Like, the guy is like. Totally. And he was playing the whole time. He's like, yeah, totally, that's totally normal. You would have your car back up. And then the director the, was like, no, 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 no. He doesn't do that. That's just fucking weird, copper. Uh, you need to be watching this guy. Like he like calls it like in the beginning. And I was like, next door neighbor, get it, bro. Get Damn. it. Yeah. Next door neighbor needs to win super, like an Emmy or something. <laughs> Loved him. Uh, I do want to watch it. Okay. So you watched The Haunting of Bly Manor. I'm watching it. I'm currently, I'm on episode like six, I think. Okay. We're behind you. We're probably on episode like two. Okay. For those that don't know, this is, it's, it's funny because it shows that it's just season one of this show, but it's, it's the same character. Like yeah. Yeah. Of the haunting of Hill house that came out, what, two years ago or three. Yeah. So the main character of the haunting of Hill house is this girl named Nell. But it's Victoria Pederidi or, or something like that. And she, mm -hmm. she she was the main character of that. And now she's the main character of this. But it's Which not. Which is so confusing. So confusing. And also the dad in Haunting of Hill House is also in this as well. And I'm like, what's going on here? So I guess it's a little bit like American Horror Story where they're using the same actors, but they're like different yeah. characters. Exactly. So I had to Google it because I watched the first episode and I was like. What? I was like, this is Nell, but like, that's not her name here. And yeah. her hair's blonde. And I was just really confused about it. And then I had to go Google it and, it and it said, no, this is a completely different story. But I guess like, you know, this is the same people that made Hill House. So I'm sure they just loved some of those actors and like, yeah. wanted to bring them back. Um, but so here's here's my take so far. All right, give it to me. I like it a lot, but it's not as good as Hill House. Not yet. Really? Okay. I loved Hill House. I was terrified of it, but I did like it. It, it was <laughs> always fun to watch Hill House and be like, look for the ghosts or look for the creepy stuff because it was always kind of like in the background and stuff. And this doesn't have enough of that for me. Yeah. All right. But I'm telling you, so here's the synopsis. After an au pair's tragic death, Henry hires a young American nanny to care for his orphan niece and nephew who reside at Bly Manor with the chef. Owen, groundskeeper Jamie, and housekeeper Mrs. Grouse. These little kids are so creepy. So creepy. The girl girl's cute, but 
so creepy making all these little dolls and leaving them places and then they're ghosts. And if she says up. absolutely splendid one more time, yeah, I'm going to punch her in the face. I'm a smacker right up the fucking head. I mean, I'm not actually going to do that because she's a cute kid. She just <laughs> she didn't write the fucking script, but you're right. The main ghost is just a guy that's got no eyes that are like light bulbs in his eyes, basically. And it was creepy looking for the first few times I saw it. And but now it's hanging around more and I'm like, it's kind of lost its creepiness. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing new to like take its place, I guess. Like, wow. no, like the scene in Haunting of Hill House where she's on the couch and that ghost with the long, dark hair is hanging above her on the couch. That will haunt me for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's what I need. I need to see more of that in this one. I would stick with it because it's getting a lot of good reviews. Mm-hmm. So I got a feeling it's going to kind of pick up some steam here. I'm hoping so. Because I want to love it like I did the last one. Yeah. And with Halloween right around the corner, I th- I was thinking I need to introduce Rye to some, not Halloween movies, but, you know, just like good thrillers, spooky, some spooky movies he's never seen. I'd like to like go back and watch a few, I feel. What are some of your faves to watch around Halloween? Okay. Um... Hocus Pocus, what a gem. Yeah, that's such a chick flick. Like, I get it. I just... Casper, what a gem. Don't care. But also, Christina Ricci, back in the day, God, had a huge crush on Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. Boys got a type! Tiny brunette chicks. Scream. Love Scream. Fine. Dude. It was fine. It killed off Drew Barrymore in the first scene? <laughs> Come on. All right, Beetlejuice. That's a good one. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Nothing happened. I like stuff more like The Village. I don't know if that's a Halloween movie. I'm not saying it has to be Halloween. I'm just saying like spooky, creepy movies. What about Edward Scissorhands? That's a good one, I guess. Ghostbusters? That's like way too lighthearted. Carrie. What's that? That's the one where she gets bullied, but she can like move stuff around with her mind. And then at one scene with like she's covered in blood. And the one that I can't watch anymore, but I do think is the scariest movie of all time. The Exorcist. I've never seen it. Don't. I'd, I can't watch it. Don't do it. That's like a step too far. What about Child's Play with Chucky? Never saw that, but my dad made a Chucky doll when we were kids, and he would put it in the corner of the room before we'd go to bed, and I'm scarred for life. Got one for you. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's a good one. Have you ever gone to a Rocky Horror Picture Show like on Halloween? I haven't. No. Oh, and like everyone yells out the words, and it's like a whole thing. No, I've never been. What about Blair Witch Project? Loved that when I was younger. I don't know if it would scare me as much now, though. They're groundbreaking in terms of found footage yeah, films. Yeah, for what a, sure. What about The Craft? Never heard of that. You haven't? No. Oh, my God. You'd love The Craft. It's phenomenal. Oh. Four, four high schoolers discover witchcraft. What could possibly go wrong? The campy thriller explores the spiraling effects of the supernatural on a Los Angeles high school. Mm, no, that sounds good. What else? What about 28 Days Later? That was a good film. Yeah, but that's like a zombie, a zombie movie. movie. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? The Sixth Sense. I see dead people. Loved that movie. The OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre was horrifying. Yeah. What about this? Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? It's a great debate. I don't know. Sleepy Hollow? That's a good one. Yeah, Tim Burton doing Johnny Depp shit. Do you consider <laughs> Silence <laughs> of the Lambs a Halloween <sighs> movie? great movie. I would watch it during Halloween for sure. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. How about The Shining? Great movie. I think he's seen that. Psycho? That's a good one. Yeah. 
Hitchcock, man. It. No, thank you. Oh, it's great. What about Adam's family? I love Halloween. Have you and Rye gotten your costumes ready? Placed in order today. Oh, today? You are really cutting it close there, sister. <laughs> wow. Not really. Not really. Do you have yours? Yeah, I do. And by the way, did I rent a for the house? No. Yes, stop. I did. <laughs> oh, someone to help us. I mean, what's money, really? Anyways. What is it? Just take it all. Take all my money. So I'm like halfway through the Oscar Pistorius documentary on ESPN Plus, the 30 for 30. And the Blade Runner guy. This one you should watch with Rye because it's going to hit home for him because it's about that South African Blade Runner guy mm-hmm. who may, who allegedly murdered his girlfriend, shot her from the yeah. bathroom. Okay. Pistorius is a four-part feature documentary about the South African Paralympic and Olympic sprinter Oscar Pistorius who shot and killed his girlfriend in the early hours of Valentine's Day in 2013. The story of a man and a nation, both born to great disadvantage. The film follows the challenges, hopes, and triumphs, and the demise of their dreams under the glare of the world media. Pistorius. It's, it's pretty messed up. Sarah's hosting the CMT Awards. That's so cool. Yeah, she's hosting with uh, Kane Brown. Oh, I thought it was just Sarah. Which, but yeah, it's her and Kane. I think they're doing it for like, I don't know. You know, who knows how you do shit. My favorite story about Kane Brown is that he got fucking lost on his own property and had to call the police to come find him. <laughs> when? This was a couple months ago, which by the way, good for you, Kane Brown, for having such a big piece of property that you fucking got lost on it. Way to go. Keep making that money. Love it. Quit smoking so much weed because that's definitely what happened. You got fucking baked and you just got lost on your at your house. All right. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, okay, you got any music? Jim into a little Anderson Pack over here. Jewels with a Z. Don't Hold up, I ain't never put my jewels on Love me some Anderson Pack. Honestly, like if his music doesn't make you move, something's wrong with you. <laughs> you know, I love Black Bear. Yeah. Um, he's featured on the song with. Do you remember? Um, I guess you say her name Kiara, but it's K I I A R A. Okay. She had a song. Oh, Whippin'. That like kind of went viral on Spotify. Okay, what's the name of the song that you want me to play? So sick. Sick. Let's see what this Andrew Bird track sounds like real quick. Andalusa. 
and Lucia. Did you ever get into Andrew Bird? Mm -mm. Oh man. Him live is just a, on a different realm of ballerness. Really? He was just doing the stuff that like, um, oh God, what's his name? Ed Sheeran was doing where it's just like loop pedaling everything. He's like an amazing fiddle player, an amazing guitar player. Open the night, we'll go away. Blow your mind, Mike. You were lost once before on a day. I knew the Fruit Bats have a new record out. I want to hear that this was. I will always. The fruit Bats. I love the Fruit Bats, dude. I played them a lot, and a lot of people like it's either like love or hate the Fruit Bats. But this is, uh, I'll always love them. sweet memory. That is all I am taking with me. So goodbye. Please don't cry. We both know that I'm not what you need. And I, I, I cover. Hard to cover a Whitney Houston track. Very. You know? I kind of dig it, though. I'm into it. My shoulder hurts. I took a spill this week in the horse show. That's dangerous, though. I know. You want to see the video? Yes. I actually don't think it looks like that bad of a fall, but everybody else is like, it was the worst fall I've seen in so long. Oh, is it embarrassing? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. Was it embarrassing? Embarrassing isn't the right word. A lot of people have asked me this. It's not embarrassing, but the problem is that when it happens, like everyone goes silent and everyone's watching you to see what you're going to do. Yeah. Because like the correct thing is to get back on the horse, right? Oh, you I mean, that's get what, back that's on? what I tell people. That's when I have people come ride and if someone falls off, you got to get right back on. Like that's the rule. Yeah. I did. I got right back on and went right back in the ring and jumped the jump that she crashed through. My shoulder, I think with all the ad adrenaline going through my system, I just couldn't even feel my shoulder. So I didn't realize how bad it hurt. And then after I came out of the, the, the ring the second time, my shoulder just started throbbing. Oh, down goes Frazier. It wasn't that bad. You kind of just like fell off the side. It didn't feel that. It felt like I kind of like gracefully tumbled off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that intermediate horseback riding? I call that severely advanced. Yeah, that seemed advanced. <laughs> Did you go to some sort of class for no. that? No? This is what we should end the show with. Everyone sing what you think the lyrics are as we go out of this. Because I guarantee you they're wrong.
none of those words are what they sound like. No, you're right. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.